Hi everyone, it's Mike here again, and it is great to share with you a preview of our latest Moonshots Master series. This series is where we collect all the wisdom that we've learned from over 140 plus shows. And what we do is we study a particular topic and we bring all the best clips and practices together so you get your own little masterclass. And what you'll get in each of the Moonshots Master Series is a show dedicated to your personal transformation or perhaps to problem solving, decision making, thinking better, all that kind of good stuff. Or lastly, it will be about leadership. Those are the three big buckets that all the Moonshots thinking fits into. Personal transformation, thinking better and leadership. That's right. And we pick all of those great clips from superstars, entrepreneurs and authors and wrap it all up together. Now, you're only getting a preview of this. If you'd like to listen to the full show, get all the tools and all the goodies that comes with the Moonshots Master Series, visit moonshots.io, click on the members area and sign up. Be our patron. It's only a dollar a week and you'll get a complete masterclass just for you every single month. So head over to moonshots.io and become a member. But for now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Moonshots Master Series. It's episode 02. That's right, the next one. I'm your co host, Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm joined by a man of principle, Mr. Mark Pearson Freeman. Good morning, hey, Mark. Hey, hey, good morning, Mike. Isn't this an exciting day for you and I to be launching into episode number two of the Master Series? It is so good. And I think. You know, the the previous master series on motivation has primed me to go into a new area of discovery today. Mark, where are we going today? Well, if last episode, episode number one, was all about motivation and building the foundation for you and I to really get inspired day to day and go out and achieve our goals and objectives, today, Mike, is all about digging down into the first principles and for us, principle thinking, which I think is fair to say, Mike, one of the most consistent uh, ways of thinking, or maybe perhaps the the DNA foundational way of thinking across a lot of our entrepreneurs and superstars that you and I have run into. It's incredible. Like after 140 episodes of the Moonshots podcast, we can sit here on the master series and say, first principle thinking is a great way to solve problems. It's a great way to make better decisions because the proof, Mark, the evidence, Mark, is there for the taking. So many amazing people from Aristotle to Elon Musk and everyone in between is using first principle thinking to help them navigate all the complexity in the world and to come up with products or perhaps even companies that have incredible impact. And if it's not building a company, maybe it is your thinking, your book, your work, whatever it is, first principles thinking is something we know for sure superstars, the moonshotters of the universe are using. So it is our job to bring it to you, our listeners and boy, Mark, 
today's show is going to be huge. Yeah, I think you're right. And and actually, that's not really a superlative, Mike. You know, you've just referenced a huge amount of individuals using it to create companies or just to problem solve. But the truth is, it really is that beneficial and that practiced, isn't it? It's such a way of thinking to make well-informed decisions. I don't think we could really oversell it enough because it really, yeah. really is that substantial as a way of thinking. Yep. So together today in this show, Mark and I are going to break down first principles, which is um, a way of decoding complex problems and to like reducing them down into their basic elements. So it's imagine that you have to tear everything apart and then you kind of rebuild fresh, creative, innovative solutions from that. So rather than just jumping to conclusions, you have to kind of, like Lego, you have to pull it all apart and then rebuild it with like new inspiration. That's what first principles thinking is. We're going to decode it. We're going to go on a crazy journey. First of all, part one of the show, we're going to go into studying, I would say some of the most inspirational people and thinking around first principles. And then we're going to keep going. We're going to go a level deeper. We're going to break down three case studies of first principles thinking. And in that, we're going to hear from some of our classics like Elon Musk, Peter Thiel, and we're going to hear from some brand new moonshot experts, some superstars that use first principles thinking. And lastly, it wouldn't be a master series if we weren't building this into a daily habit, a daily routine. So we're going to go right into the tools that you can use every single day to be, build that habit, to build that routine. No wonder we call this a master series, Matt. That just sounds big. Yeah, it's pretty big. And I remember episode one, creating daily habits of motivation for me was such a substantial way of, of trying to accomplish and compartmentalize everything that we had heard from, uh, you know, we had James Clear, we had Gary Vee, Lady Gaga, all within the motivation show. And to end on understanding how I myself can go out and be that 1% better every day, it helped me, Mike, understand how I could put some of this, these, this way of thinking and this way of being inspired into practice. And I think what you and I have in store for our listeners today is a very similar process of breaking it down and inspiring us to think from a first principle perspective from today onwards. I couldn't agree more. So buckle in, get your cup of tea, your cup of coffee ready. This is going to be 90 minute masterclass on first principles thinking. And remember, because it's our master series, you may want to pause this. You might want to go to moonshots.io, log in uh, for your membership, get all of the show notes, the transcripts, all of the links that we're going to mention, because it's going to be deep and comprehensive. All right. So now you're ready. You're at the very moment to press the button. I tell you what, Mark, I'm going to press the button. I'm going to tear into the first clip, which is from a guy called Gary Tan, who we quite uh, quite like on uh, Moonshots, very fond of Gary. And he is going to tell us about challenging your preconceived notions. You get up, you brush your teeth, you eat cereal, you go to school, do as you're told, sit up straight, show up on time, don't talk back, be a good person. Fit in, don't make waves. Stay in your lane. The nail that sticks out is hammered down. But isn't that the problem? A whole system, a whole society, a whole civilization dedicated to telling you how to live and what to do? 
and how to think, ugh. But there is a way to break out. First principles thinking. Can you start from what you are absolutely sure is true? Can you have direct experience with a thing or get more experience such that you can make a more well-informed decision or guess as to how something works or the state of a particular thing? Remember where we started? The classroom, the workplace. These places where we sometimes spend years and years of our lives are designed to teach you to stay in the box that you live in. You learn the history, you learn how it's been done, and then you're programmed to believe that that is how they will be forever. And this is where first principles thinking can help you because in contrast, you will end up challenging the preconceived notions and the thinking by analogy that the rest of the world has imposed on us. There are ways you can make something new and different. And it starts with three things I think you need. Number one is curiosity. Number two is empathy. And three, strangely, is actually serenity. Those are the three key things that will allow you to start on your path towards first principles thinking. Oh, we're off, Mike. We are on the train to digging into first principles thinking and understanding how we can learn and practice it ourselves. What a great starter for us to kind of whet our appetite. Mm. He kind of nailed it, right? He said like, look, if you want to do out of, out of the box thinking, this is where you go. First principles, you apply first principles thinking and you will be able to think in a contrarian revolutionary way, as opposed to just doing what everybody else is doing. And I mean, that's really, I mean, if you think about it, everybody says, oh, let's do some out of the box thinking, but how often do they break it down and build the steps so that you can do it uh, like a routine, mm. like a like working out at the gym, right? I, what I am so excited about is you and I are going to actually build that habit, build that routine together today on this show. Yeah, the what what I think is great as we begin this show on first principles to try and break it down and understand it is Gary's reminder to us that you are a product of the way that you're educated, maybe your career. And what ends up happening is you follow some pretty similar thinking to others, maybe your teachers, your colleagues and so on, but also to yourself. And it reminds me, Mike, of, of our Adam Grant show on the, the Moonshot show about thinking better and thinking again and, and thinking differently to others. As I begin my journey uh, or continue my journey to first principles thinking, that's what I'm going to take with me. The idea that I can challenge the preconceptions that I might have about problem or a solution and practicing first principles to get to a better decision at the end is what I'm going to try and do as we go through today's show. Mm. And I think the context in which first principles work so well is that we are full of cognitive bias. And what I mean by that is we have so many bad habits when it comes to how we think. For example, I've got a list here, Mark, of some cognitive biases. Anchoring bias is when people are over-reliant on the first piece of information they hear. Availability heuristic. This is people overestimating the importance of information that is available to them. 
They might not have all the information. Bandwagon effect, confirmation bias, information bias, outcome bias, overconfidence, recency bias. I mean, placebo effect. I mean, I can go on and on. These are all basically the reasons why we have wishful thinking or lazy thinking, incomplete thinking. We make better, we make worse decisions when we do that. So with that, knowing that we have the habit as human beings to do that, we can build a muscle that is of first principles thinking. And I think this is so exciting because we're presented with so much information that if we can build this discipline of thinking right, of, of really um, analyzing in an objective way, in a rigorous way, not only will we be able to solve problems, but we'll make better decisions about what should happen next. And I'm super excited about that. How about you, Mark? I think that's a good breakdown. Uh, and I love these cognitive biases that you were, you were referencing because it's so hard to, uh, as you know, the old saying, see the wood through the trees. Sometimes yeah. there are so many moments when your natural bias will kick in and you'll say, oh, well, um, my, that colleague or that customer has requested something, but that reminds me of a time when somebody else requested the same thing and it frustrated me then. So maybe my natural instinct is to be a bit frustrated again, because I assume I know how it's going to end, mm. which is totally unfair, isn't it? It's unfair mm. to put that onto somebody else and put that into the same situation because the truth is it is a totally different situation. And it is those biases, as you were saying, that's getting mm. in the way of us being able to analyze a situation correctly. And that's right. without having you know, mental models in place, without having first principles thinking as a, a kind of first stop on the bus to mm. trying to make those better decisions and solve problems a little bit better, you are going to naturally fall into that consistent, uh, almost bad habit of thinking in the wrong way. I think that that's a nice way yeah. of breaking it down. And to build on that, I would say to avoid the wrong way of thinking, we can study the greats who have thought correctly. And one of the greatest living uh, ambassadors for first principles thinking is Elon Musk. But here's the crazy thing. It ain't anything new, Mark. And we've talked about, you know, Charlie Munger, Einstein using it, but first principles thinking goes way, way, way back you can go right back in history for millennia and there have been people boiling things down to their fundamental truths. So let's now listen to this story arc. Let's get into the history of first principles thinking. Thinking from first principles is not new. It's a method of thinking that's been utilized for over 2,000 years. First popularized by Aristotle when he defined it as the first basis from which a thing is known. It has resurfaced in popularity after Elon Musk attributed his many successes to this style of thinking. We have some of that secret sauce. Can we put it into our education system? Can someone learn from you? It, it is truly amazing what you've done. Oh, thanks. I do think there's a, a, good, a good framework for thinking is physics. You know, the sort of first principles reasoning. But generally, the, I think there are, um, what I mean by that is, uh, boil things down to the, the, their fundamental truths and reason up from there, as opposed to reasoning by analogy. Throughout our lives, we are taught to reason from analogy. Our schooling system largely revolves around this concept. During school, we were rewarded for how well we could follow instructions. 
we were told what we should read and which exercises to do for homework. This form of education did not inspire independent and original thinking, but instead encouraged us to follow and not question that which was already established. We then live our lives thinking in this limited way. First principles thinking asks that we break down our assumptions and question them in the same way as a scientist would. Once you separate facts from assumptions, you can start to build something amazing. Most problems do not require breaking down to the most basic level. Going a few levels deeper than others is usually enough to give you the upper hand.